0: Mother, you've learned well. You're expert at Wu Tang. <laughs> you learn. You had to suffer a lot. Otherwise, you'd never have mastered Qin Kang and the Wu Tang sword skills. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host. Miguel, I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist, I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta-sheeple narrative. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. My email address is alpha male Buddhist at gmail.com. Let's start the show. Welcome back to the podcast. The question I have today is, why has the history of our first human civilization been covered up? Our educational system, mainstream media, and written history Never mention mankind's origins, true origins, and where we learned everything from written language to modern-day calendar, education system, mathematics, even beer. Why has all of this been covered up? Over 6,000 years ago, the Sumerians created our modern-day calendar, a calendar based off lunar cycles, originates from the Sumerians. That is the 28-day lunar cycle. The Sumerians even created the modern-day way of tracking time itself. The 60-12 base counting system, used for measuring hours, minutes, and seconds, which is also utilized in basic mathematics, and geometry for measuring degrees, angles, minutes, seconds. The Sumerians also created the first writing system altogether, which is known as cuneiform writing. And this was an advanced writing system that even utilized pictographs, which one symbol could represent the whole sentence. And none of this is required testing or learning from our modern-day educational system. It's all been covered up. And the question is why? If you go through any history textbook all the way through high school, you might see three or four sentences just touching on the subject of the Sumerians. The Sumerians are the creator of the wheel. This is the true cradle of civilization, the Fertile Crescent, Mesopotamia. And we haven't uh, found out about this civilization up until about 150 years ago when it was discovered, the clay tablets and the writing and the art and the uh, civilization itself. This this area is known as modern-day Iraq today. In Ashurbanipal, they found over 30,000 ancient tablets with all types of uh, educational writing, recipes, references to business contracts, and just all types of advanced uh, civilization, artifacts, art, religion, science. It's amazing. And they also discovered these huge, huge statues of winged bulls, which were referred to as the Anunnaki, which literally translated those from heaven to earth came and in these clay tablets we can see them referencing uh, many of their inventions such as glass the wheel ceramic pottery sailboats they even set the platform for modern agriculture with the invention of the plow and the seed sewing machine first sewer systems canals and irrigation systems even maps that they used for trade routes that reached all the way out to pakistan and this is 3,000 years prior to the Silk Road, which the Silk Road is taught in schools today. However, somehow we don't teach the ancient Sumerian contributions to our culture, although give them credit for the origins of our modern-day uh, civilization, which which I do not understand. And this Sumerian trade systems created an explosion of culture. They were the first to utilize jewelry, cosmetics, and as I said, even beer. There's an ancient clay Sumerian tablet that has a recipe for 40 different types of beers. I guess they were the first microbrewery also. They created musical instruments such as the harp, the flute, the drums. Uh, just amazing. Now, of course, there were other cultures parallel that, you know, created their own type of instruments and possibly some type of simple form of writing. But from what we can track all of this was happening simultaneously six thousand years ago in ancient sumeria or modern day iraq all at the same time in the same space in the same culture and one very very interesting fact is uh as you read their ancient writings they give credit to a lot of these advanced developments not to an ancient king or inventor but to something that they refer to as the anunnaki which again is translated as those from heaven to earth came. And there's a writer that covered this in great length by the name of Zachariah Sitchin. Now, I'm not trying to, to surmise or conclude that, you know, ancient aliens created the pyramids and built the pyramids, but there's obviously something going on here that's being uh, hidden from us and something that, for some reason, is being covered up Um this is something that you know you should really look into and do some research into from different sources, so you can draw your own conclusions. You know, connect the dots, apply some critical thinking, and see you know what really was transpiring back six thousand years ago, which contributed to our own modern day uh, civilization. Now, some people conclude um, that these Anunnaki were angels or gods, but let's see what the Sumerians themselves had to say about. The Anunnaki one of the stories that they have is a story about the great flood, which every culture has um a history either verbal or passed on verbally or written of a great flood that covered the earth and scientifically this has been proven through ice core samples and uh geology and uh, many many scientific uh, you know parameters that were laid down that discovered that there was at one point a great flood that covered the whole earth. And they have this in their written history. And there's one very uh, one specific uh, clay tablet that's very interesting because it depicts our actual solar system with the sun in the middle and the planets, you know, circling the sun. And also in this clay tablet, and actually the planets that are depicted there are depicted in the right proportion. Um, and then in addition, there's also what they term an anunnaki uh sitting there with them and i guess he's either teaching or disseminating information to them in this clay tablet and in the description i'll have a a picture of it but this is all available on youtube there's so many videos and you know forums and so much information online about this currently today you know thanks to the internet and to the explosion of knowledge and understanding that we have and we're lucky to have these days available to us which is a tremendous tool for you to grow, learn, and have a true understanding of actual, actual his our actual history and you know how we came to arrive where we are today. And uh, you really need to take advantage of this and do your own research and compare your facts uh, one you know one source to another and draw your own conclusions. As I said, connect the dots and uh, get a true understanding of of all this. And this is over 5,000 years before Copernicus uh, had an understanding or discovered how the uh, planets orbited the sun. 5,000 years before him. And there's actually a website that's called com. And what they try to do is refute uh, everything that he's written down and all of his discoveries and his theories. And basically what they did was looked at one clay tablet and surmise that from whatever was depicted on that clay tablet, that uh, everything that he said was wrong, which is which is ridiculous. And the rationale that was used to refute um, Sitchin uh, was that on the written tablet itself, it doesn't reference planets, but the planets are depicted uh, on that tablet. So that's, that, again, it doesn't make any sense. Basically, they're just trying to rewrite history to fit their own narrative. You know what, you can keep your own narrative. I want actual true history and truth. They also talk about a 10th planet called Nibiru, which is where the Anunnaki came from. And I do understand that some of this sounds kind of far-fetched fantasy and out there, but don't just dismiss it. Look look into it and see, you know, what, what you can gather from the facts. And it's funny, but recently, modern science actually did detect a planet that has an odd um, elliptical orbit and I believe every 3,600 years it kind of comes within range of us. And uh, this is basically 40 years after Zachariah Sitchin uh, proclaimed that this planet existed. So modern science is beginning to, you know, it's kind of difficult for them to refute some of these facts. They were also aware of the tilt of the earth and that's one degree every 72 years. And uh, that's a mathematical, you know, com- complicated mathematical equation that you'd have to be able to be able to measure that and, and have an understanding of that. And this is thousands of years before the Mayans. And it's interesting that the Mayans also knew this too. And the story of Moses is equivalent to their King Sardon of Akkad, which is, runs parallel to the story of Moses. And today we still have tens of thousands of these clay tablets that they've written back then. And uh, for the most part, a few of them were, you know, deciphered uh, about 150 years ago. And uh, we, for the most part, they've sitting there dormant, uh, collecting dust. Uh, well, Zachariah Sitchin, a few years back, about 40 years ago, did translate some of them, which, you know, which he's written and documented in his books. But it's sad that um, this information is just sitting there, like I said, collecting dust when this is our true history and our true origins again so the question is why are they hiding this history and these truths from us and it's funny a lot of the secret societies today such as the freemasons the rosicrucians the illuminati or whatever whatever terms you want to use because those all just labels but they refer right back to these ancient uh, civilizations the writings of the egyptians Uh, the babylonians the sumerians and they refer right back to these uh the knowledge of these ancient cultures with the geometry the mathematics and again the teachings that they have which is the foundation of what their belief system is and uh i'm not going to make a judgment call on all secret societies and stuff because it's it's that's very subjective and that's something that you have to look into for yourselves Because people make their own decisions, whether for good or evil. And that's duality and the duplicity of our existence. And, uh, you know, if uh, you are living in a right way, then you're going to be living by natural law. And natural law dictates that, you know, good is good and evil is evil. And uh, we need to pursue the path that that is righteous and that is good and to do no harm to others. And that's just a simple, simple fact of karma. So... People that convince themselves that, you know, by doing evil, that, you know, this is, this is okay and this is acceptable. This is, that's just solipsism, where you believe that you dictate your own truth and your own reality. And as long as it's true and right for yourself, then it's, then it's good and right. And that's actually a satanic way of looking at things. That's, that's what they believe. They believe in the self and just to glorify and to enhance and benefit the self and to some degree, they, you know, some of them even actually believing in hurting other people and doing harm to improve themselves or to, you know, to show their power. But this is, that's just pure evil. You know, through natural law, and, and there's a guy, Mark Passio, he talks a lot about natural law. Uh, guy's really good, actually, Mark Passio. And Alan Watt, he's pretty good, too. A bunch of people out there. But, um, yeah, there's ap- there's an absolute good and there's an absolute evil, and we make our own choices, So I guess I'm blending in some, some spirituality into this uh, history, but, you know, we make our own choices and we need to follow natural law, which dictates, you know, not to harm others and just to do well and incur good karma in this existence. So I'm going to leave you on that note. Um, Again, if you have any thoughts, show topics or comments, you can reach out to me at alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Namaste. And thank you for listening.